Hey guys, welcome to the Now Rise Business Podcast, where we give you practical tools to take your business life to the next level. Okay, well, I want everybody to stand up real quick. We're gonna generate some energy. Okay, put your hands out to the sides, and we're gonna do some circles, go forward. Something very simple that you guys can do, because right now we're gonna come up with some, some more powerful information for you guys to help you to be more efficient, more productive, to make more money in your business because we are talking about how to grow your business. And it all starts with yourself. Keep going on those circles. It doesn't start burning right now. Don't, don't be afraid of it. Let's go opposite direction, going backwards now. Keep those circles going. Yes. Standing up tall, strong, chest out, head up. A little bit longer, a little bit longer. Keep it going. Woo! Feeling that burn in the shoulders, right? Yes, and it's so easy, so simple, so practical, but we're generating good, high-quality energy just by doing something so simple as this. All of a sudden, you have like more energy. You're able to breathe. You're able to talk even after that full workout. And you know what that does to your self-esteem and your self-confidence? Woo! I'm telling you, it shoots up. And now you have more confidence in yourself. You think that's going to help you in your business? Heck yeah. You think that's going to help you in your relationships? Heck yeah. Every area of your life will benefit from you having a higher confidence, a higher self-esteem, and that's going to come from you getting moving. And here's a very simple way, full body workout. You don't need equipment. You don't need gym. You don't need a lot of time. You don't need a lot of space. And that's on purpose so that it takes away all your excuses, right? So this is how you start to win the morning. Make it a non-negotiable. What, create some gratitude for yourself. Get moving. So this is something I want you to write down, okay? When are you going to do it? What time are you going to start your morning routine? And what's the order of what you're going to do here? Have your, your system and your routine set in place. What's the next one? Water and a healthy meal. Your body is made up mostly of water. Let's, let's do this. Everybody get some water right now, if you have some water with you. One, one a good tip for you is to carry water with you. If you carry water with you, if you have it next to you, guess what happens? It's so powerful. I know this is so crazy, but you actually drink it. The slide went over the, yeah. So you actually drink it when you have it with you. If you don't have it, you don't drink it. Then all of a sudden it's been a few hours. Now all of a sudden you're like, man, my mouth is all dry. That means you're dehydrated. Like 70 to 80% of Americans are constantly dehydrated. This is slowing your production down. This is slowing your good ideas down because you're made up mostly of water. So you guys have some water? Let's cheers. Let's drink some water. Mm. Water. That's, that means production for yourself. You're hydrating yourself. You're going to be better in your emotional intelligence. You're going to have more patience. You're going to have more clarity in your brain because your brain is made up mostly of water as well. So I want you to really understand the power, even something so practical. Drink your water. And a lot of guys, again, this is where people are like, well, Richard, you know, oh, but what kind of water? You know, because, and they use this as a freaking excuse as well. Okay, what kind of water do I drink, Richard? Because, you know, I've heard like if you get it into these, these plastic bottles that, you know, there's the toxins of the bottles in there and we don't know how long it's been in storage and where it's been traveling and, and then, you know, what kind you know, should it be, 
you know, Fiji or should it be, you know, what, what kind of water or should I get one of these systems? And I can't get one of those systems, Richard, because they cost a lot of money. And they started coming up with all these different things that are just discouraging them from drinking water. So this is my simple answer. I like to make things simple, okay? What kind of water do you drink? You ready for this? Write this down. This is very powerful notes. This is something that's going to change your life. I'm going to tell you exactly what kind of water to drink. Are you guys ready for this? The wet kind. Yes, the wet kind. Stop making freaking excuses and drink the freaking water. I, I mean, I remember growing up in the streets, you know, you're running and you just go to the neighbor's house or your house, you get the, the water hose, the manguera, and you're drinking out of there. And we didn't freaking die, right? If we support our bodies, right, with the right meals, the exercise and do all these things, any, any stuff that's, that's not good for us in, in there, our body can easily eliminate it. So stop making up all these excuses and reasons and, you know, why you don't drink water. You need to freaking drink the water. Hydrate yourself. Now, if you're a man, you should be drinking at least three liters a day. At least three liters a day. If it's hot and you're active, drink more. If you're a woman, drink at least two liters a day. Another way to kind of measure, another, you know, rule of thumb of that people use is you take your weight in pounds and then you cut it into half and make it ounces. So if I weigh, let's say we weigh 180, and you cut it into half, that would be 90, 90 ounces. That's just another rule of thumb of kind of thinking, well, how much water do I drink, okay? So drink your water. This helps you to be more productive. It helps you, especially in the morning. That's one of the first things I know I do. I always have a, a water right there. When I get up, I start to get into prayer for myself. I, I, I'm thankful that I'm alive. I create some gratitude. I drink water right away to hydrate my brain, get my intestines, you know, already getting to work. Really important. How about a healthy meal? Okay, food is fuel. Okay, we're talking about winning the morning so you can win the day. All right, these are all things that are very practical, common sense, but not always common practice. Common sense is not always common practice. And if you want the results, if you actually want to get, you know, the benefits of it, you got to freaking do it and be consistent with it. So have something healthy in the morning. Yeah, I don't have a lot of time. Well, just eat something simple, but get something that's going to give you the right fuel and the right energy. Your food is your fuel. Your food is directly connected to your mood. Food and mood. Food is fuel. So if you eat crap, you're going to feel like crap. Right? You're going to have low quality energy. Think of this, this body because you guys are business owners. You guys are entrepreneurs. You need to think of this body as a vehicle, a high-performing vehicle that's going to produce a lot of things, that's going to get a lot of things done. And if you don't give yourself the right fuel, you're going to suffer. You're going to create your own suffering. You're going to create your own struggle. Especially right now in these last couple months of the year, guys, this is where a lot of people get off track. This is where you're going to get the edge on your competitors. Because people get loose and lazy during, the, during these last two months of the year. You know, we got, we just had, um, we're having this weekend, right? We have uh, the Halloween, right? So what happens on Halloween? We already had Labor Day, now we have Halloween, then we have Thanksgiving, then we have Christmas, then we have New Year. Around this time of the year, there's a lot of people who have birthdays. So what does this mean? You know, you know that, that season that they, what do they call it? The flu season, right? Why is it, a, is it because it's a season? Like God created this season where there's the flu? Like what the heck is that? Or there's the flu bug. 
Like it's a bug that's kind of flying around and like, oh, it bit me. I have the flu now. No, this is a freaking excuse. We're blaming weather. We're blaming all these things. No, it's because of how you're eating and how, you, how you're taking care of yourself. So what happens is during this time, there's a lot of crap that's being brought to the office. Like I've noticed even in our office sometimes we want to celebrate together. So what do you see there? We see donuts and pan dulce and, you know, we see, you know, all this, this coffee, these drinks, like all this food that's good, but it's a bunch of crap. And, you know, we don't want to, we want to enjoy and, and be social together and enjoy the moment. So we're just kind of snacking a little bit here, a little bit there. But we're, we're adding to these toxins into our body. We're lowering the energy, the high, good quality energy by breaking it down, by putting these this toxins. It's making our body work harder to push that stuff back out because your body wants to heal itself. Your body wants to create a, a healthy environment. And we're putting all these things into our body that are not healthy. It's making our body work harder and struggle to push it back out. And that's energy that you can be using to build your freaking business. Now, this is what happens. So we have, okay, Halloween. Candy here, candy there, you know, these snacks, these, these foods that we know that were not good, right? And then we have gatherings. We have parties. There's more, right? We're around, we're around other people that are doing it, so all of a sudden our self-discipline goes down and we're doing it more. And then we have Thanksgiving. Woo-hoo! Yes, it's time to eat, right? So you eat a plate, eat a second plate, eat a third plate, and you eat dessert. We're drinking, Right? And then we have Christmas, same thing. There's a lot of birthdays, same thing. We got New Year's. So what happens? Your immune system gets broken down. You, you become overwhelmed with toxins and now you're getting sick. Have you noticed that a lot of people are getting sick right now? Why do you think? Oh, it's because so-and-so sneezed by me. Come on. Stop blaming and making excuses because the way, way you're eating and you're not drinking, you're not doing your exercise, you're not doing the things that you know you should be doing, you're letting yourself go. You're not taking care of your body. And it's not because somebody coughed or sneezed by you because you can live in a way, a healthy lifestyle to whether they do that or not. It's not you're going to have an immune system that's strong enough to defend and do what it's supposed to do. It's an immune system. That's the whole, that's what its job is. I, I, immunity from all these things. It's an immune system. You have a system to do that, but you're not supporting it. You're not building it. You're not strengthening it. And a big part of that is the water that you're drinking, the healthy meal, the food that you're putting into your body, having the movement, the exercise, getting some sunshine, getting the fresh air. All these things are really important for you and your health, especially during these last few months. There are a lot of your competitors. A lot of the people are going to get distracted. They're going to lose momentum because they're going to get loose and lazy because of this season. But this is where you can get the edge on your competitor because you're staying focused. You're staying disciplined. You're winning your morning. You're making sure you have the gratitude. You're getting moving with your exercise. You're drinking enough water. You're having the healthy foods putting into your body so that you can get the edge on your competitor. Yes? So what is your routine in the morning? I want you guys to be building this for yourself. Let's get to the last point here. Going over your goals for the day. Again, instead of looking at the agenda of other people on your phone, what is your agenda? Go over your goals for the day. This is why it's really important to have the, the life mastery system that we have. It helps you to create the gratitude. It helps you to stay focused on these things. It helps you to measure yourself on the water that you're drinking. It helps you to measure yourself on the food that you're eating. It helps you to measure all these things. 
And in the Life Mastery System, in the morning, you go over your, your daily intentions, your goals, the top three things you need to do, the top three people you need to connect with. It, it gets clear, your mind clear, your brain clear on what you need to do that day. So I want you to, to, to understand, okay, how and when am I going to do this? What is your morning routine going to be like? What time are you going to start by getting up? When are you going to do these things? When are you going to create the gratitude? They create your order. Create your routine that fits for you, that you get excited about. You don't need to do mine. You need to do yours so that you're being consistent with it. What kind of workout are you going to do? How long are you going to give yourself to do it? Are you going to start carrying water with you? What kind of meals? You know, you can just Google it and look up, you know, what are some healthy meals for the week? So you're not just trying to figure out that morning you have something planned already. Go over your goals for the day because this gets your mind focused on the things it needs to be focused on because your focus is power. See, think about this. I remember taking this motorcycle um, class and, you know, with the car, if you're going to make a U-turn, you just turn the wheel, right? If you're really cool, you're leaning back and you're like, dang, turning the wheel like this, right? But you're, you can turn the wheel all the way. With the motorcycle, you can't do that. You can just barely turn a little bit. So how do you make a freaking U-turn? So I remember I went to this, this class, this course, and this is what they tell you to do. If you're going to make a U-turn, you, you got to look where you're going to go. So it's basically looking all the way over your shoulder. You're looking all the way over your shoulder, looking basically behind you, and then all of a sudden everything follows. The whole bike goes that way. That's the power of focus. So you need to get focused on the goals that you're going to accomplish that day so that you can start to win that morning. Because again, you win the morning. What happens to the day? You win the day, right? So you guys have something there? Let's go to the next slide. How you guys like that? Is this something very valuable for you guys? You guys getting value here? These are very practical things, right? Again, common sense, but not common practice. Most times people are doing it, but they do it here and there. When I have time, you got to make it a non-negotiable. So we talked about morning routine. Remember, we're the whole topic here in this session is about how to create and maintain your motivation and your momentum. Personal production. This is really important for you and your business. This is important for your team. This is important for your cash flow. This is important for your future. Now let's talk about motivation. You know, a lot of times people, they lose momentum because they lose motivation. Ah, I don't really feel like it today. Or maybe they, they do it, but they do it with low quality energy because they're not motivated to do it. They do it because they have to. So that's awesome. You're doing it anyways. Good job. But why not generate and create the motivation because you're going to do it anyways? Might as well do it in a high quality state so that way you over deliver so that you produce something very strong and powerful in that time. If you're going to do it anyways, let's do it right. If you're going to do it anyways, put all that you are into all that you do. Sometimes, we've got to be honest, you're not feeling like doing it. You're not excited. You're not passionate. You're not enthusiastic. So we have to be able to say, you know what? I'm not going to wait for somebody to make me feel good. I'm not going to wait for this coffee to, coffee to get me motivated. I'm, not going to, I'm going to create it myself. High performers, high achievers create it themselves. You have to be aware. Okay, I'm losing motivation. Not a big deal. Sometimes we do. But how long are you going to let that stay there? 
How long? Half day? Full day? You're going to be, you know, unmotivated the whole day? Two days? The whole week? How long? We, we need to, like, really, okay, yeah, sometimes we're going to feel there. It's not feel unmotivated. It's not about beating ourselves up. Oh, man, I should never feel unmotivated. No, it's going to happen. But how long are you going to let it there? How long are you going to let it stay there? Interrupt it real quick. So here are some things that will help you to do that to keep your motivation. Number one, know who you are. Know who you are, your strengths, your weaknesses, the good and the bad, your beliefs, your values. Know who you are. If you're not clear on who you are, guess what? A lot of times what other people are doing or not doing or what they say and how they say it, it's going to discourage you. It's going to impact you. And now your motivation goes down. If you don't know who you are, you're looking for the acceptance of others. And when you don't get it, guess what? You start to lose motivation. If you don't know who you are, you're looking for the approval of others. You're looking for the permission of others because you don't know who you freaking are. And we don't, you don't get the approval and the permission of others, guess what happened? You lose your motivation. Nobody understands me. Nobody, it's because nobody gets it. It's because I'm going through it. Rich, it's really easy for you to say, Richard, because you, know, you don't have all these things going on like me. That's a bunch of crap. I want, I want you to know that one of the most egotistic things for us to do and to believe is that nobody understands it's one of the most egotistic things that we can position that we can put ourselves in. Like, are you saying, like, really believe that nobody understands? Out of all the millions of people, well, all these hundreds and thousands of years that have people have, like, there's nothing new under the sun. You're, you're saying that, like, nobody has ever gone through that? Nobody has overcome that before? I'm sure you guys seen people on social media or, you know, or heard stories or seen or know people who have some crazy backgrounds who maybe don't have any arms or legs and they're still, still doing things. They're still, you know, being influential and impactful and not making it all about themselves and not being a victim and a whiner and a complainer. And they're still doing things because they know who they are at the core those arms and legs don't make them who they are. They know who they are in their core, in their mindset, in their beliefs, in their standards. And you need to know who you are. Otherwise, you're going to allow what other people are doing or not doing or circumstances and situations or the weather going to determine how you're going to feel. And you're going to lose your motivation. Know who you are. So here's a, a real simple exercise that I take a lot of my clients through. And I take them through really slowly, so it takes a lot of time. I'm not going to do that right here, but I'm going to show you how to do it. Okay, you write four columns. You get a piece of paper, you write four columns. And I'm going to tell you how to label them right now so you can go back and actually do this. Some of you have done this with me. Um, it's really good to do this again often to get clear on who you are again because it's very powerful to know who you are and who you are not. That's being humble. Humility is knowing who you are and who you are not. That way, if somebody comes, like, it, it sets you up to where you're not even being offended by people because you know who you are. And so many people are wasting a lot of time and energy being offended. They're wasting a lot of time and energy because they're offended because of what other people are doing or not doing or how they said or a face that they made or a little attitude that they gave them. All these different things are making them offended. And it's because we don't know who we are. So the four columns. First one, your strengths. Your strengths and talents, your skills, your abilities. Just write a list there 
later in your time, when you have more time, just write a list there, at least 10 things there. Okay? Second column is your weaknesses, your bad habits, your bad behaviors. Be honest with these things, right? So that way, this is what it does. Even if, because we all have some negative things. Nobody's perfect, right? But when you know yourself, when you know who you are, you know those weaknesses and strengths. When somebody says, hey, Richard, you're stubborn. It's not like, oh, my gosh. No, you're stubborn. And we get offended and we start to call out their things. If we know ourselves and know that we can be stubborn, now all of a sudden we're not offended. We're like, yeah, that's true. I can be. Did I do something right now that, you know, made me come off that way or made you feel like that? Because I, I want to learn because this is something that I know that I have and I want to overcome. So tell me, do you have any tips for me? See, now all of a sudden I'm not being a victim. I'm not being weak. I'm not being offended because I know who I am. If somebody calls me out and exposes something negative about me, instead of me hiding and being ashamed or feeling bad about it, I'm like, Wow, did I do that again? Because I know I can. I stay in my power. Do you have any tips for me? So I'm not putting myself under them, or even if their intention was to put me down, they can't because I know who I am. You guys see the power of that? So knowing your strengths, your talents, your abilities, writing a list there, the second one, writing your, your weaknesses, your bad behaviors, your bad habits, have them there and let's, fully, let's be brutally honest with ourselves and know who we are. Third one, your beliefs. What do you believe about some of these most important areas of your life? What do you believe about money? Because a lot of times people have this background of like money is bad or money doesn't grow on trees, like it's scarcity. And because of the way that we've grown up and what, you know, our family members or parents have spoken over us and said or how they treated money, like it's scarce, like there's not an abundance. So we have these beliefs there. So what do you believe about money? There's a lot of people who believe that money is the root of all evil. But it's not the money, it's the love of money. It's the lust of money. When you make that money the God. No, money just amplifies what's already in you. So if you're evil, then yeah, if you get a lot more money, it's just going to amplify that evilness in you, right? But if you're a good person who wants to do well, who wants to bless your family, who wants to be able to contribute to the world around you and, and yeah, have nice things and yes, get a nice house, a nice car, why not? Because you're working hard for it. But money just amplifies what's already in you. What do you believe about that topic, about money? How much money is enough? What do you believe about you know, your money when it comes to budgeting? How much money should be saved? What do you believe about that? Why do you believe that? How much money should you spend and what should you spend your money on? Should it be on, you know, watches, cars, you know, clothes or, you know, I don't know. You, what do you believe about it? It's not that there's any right or wrong, but be clear on what you believe and why. What do you believe about relationships? What do you believe about love? What do you believe about communication? What is healthy communication? What do you, what do you believe about healthy, con healthy confrontation, conflict resolution? What do you believe about it? What does it look like to you? What do you believe about health? What do you believe about, you know, working out? What do you believe about these things? Because the more you're clear on who you are and on what you believe and why you believe it, it creates this inward strength and confidence about yourself that generates this high emotion where you can maintain it. And the last, the last one, your values. 
beliefs and values are different. Your values are more what you value. Like when you ask, when I ask people, like, what do you value? They say, well, I value my family or I value um, having a home or I value my job. Why do you value those things? When you really get down to the roots, to the base of it, you value it because of how it makes you feel. I value my family, my kids, because they make me feel this way. I value my car. Even when you say, like, I value my car, you value it for a different reason, for different people. For an example, I value my car. Why? Because, um, you know, it's, it's, um, it's a Lamborghini or it's a nice car and it makes me feel significant. It makes me feel important. Or, you know what? No, I have a Jeep and it makes me feel free and adventurous. Right? There, its values are attached to what they make you feel. So write down the things that you value and why you value those things. What do they make you feel? This is a part of knowing who you are. Now let's talk about knowing what you want. You getting clear. You know, you having the, your main goals for um, for five years, ten years, having a long term goal because you're reverse reverse engineering, knowing where you're going, why you're going to go there. Like, what do you want and why do you want those things? Be very practical. I want a business that's running itself and making this much money. Or, or don't just say making a lot of money or making more money. Like know what you want. Be specific. So create some goals. Like I know this, I have this in my life mastery system where um, right in the beginning, there's like 10 areas to measure yourself, 10 areas of our life, knowing what you want for each of these areas. Knowing what you want for your health, knowing what you want for your relationships, what you want for your spirituality, what you want for your movements, what you want for your business, what you want for your money making. Like when you know those things, it's going to help you to keep your motivation because you know what you want. Let's go to the next one, knowing the why you want it. Now that I know, okay, these are the things I want. This is why I want it. When you know your why, this is your motive. When you look at that word motivation, what's in the beginning half? Motive. So if you lost your motivation, it's because you lost clarity of your motive, of your reason, of your why. So whenever you need some more motivation, sit down and think about that. Okay, what is my motive for going this way? Because now I have some issues, I have some problems. And if I just focus on the problem, I'm going to get discouraged and frustrated. So I better get clear on my motive why. And that begins to get your brain understanding why you're going towards this pain, why you're going through this pain. Now it's pain with a purpose. So you're not discouraged. You're not disappointed. You're not wanting to give up because you understand how the brain works. Your brain wants to protect you. It has this fight or flight mechanism. It doesn't want you to go through pain. So if you start to go through pain, it's going to give you excuses to stop or to quit or to lose motivation and stop doing it. So if you understand how your brain works, I'm going to look past the pain. I'm going to look past over there and see my rewards. See what, what, this, what this is going to gain, the benefits it's going to bring. If I start to show my brain those things, all of a sudden, guess what? I get clearer on my motive, on my whys. It's not just because I'm just going through this for no reason. It's because I'm going somewhere. I'm going to get something good from here. If, if I forget about that, I'm going to lose my motivation. So I got to get clear again and know the why, know the motive, visualize these things, show the brain this is why you're going this way. This is what you're going to get. Bring detail. Use your imagination to, trans, to, to create that transformation. Use your imagination to see where you're going, why you're going there, how you're going to get there, who you're going to get there with. See the details. Program your brain by visualizing where you're going because that's how your brain works to generate the motivation. The that I really like, his name is Martin Meadows. Martin Meadows. I like him because he has a lot of different topics when it comes to 
um, business, entrepreneurship, self-discipline, resilience, efficacy. I always have a trouble saying that word. Um, you know, momentum. A lot of those topics, he has like little short books on it, which I really enjoy. Uh, me, personally, I read a book called The Bible that's super powerful for me. And there's 66 books in that one book. Um, a, a very powerful one that's very practical for business owners is the book of Proverbs. Proverbs, there's 31. There's for each day of the month, you can have a proverb to read. And there is just a bunch of jewels and treasures and wisdom and insights in every area of your life. Like it just, it hits every topic, every area. Uh, for me, that's something that I read daily. Uh, I'll read something through the Proverbs and I'll read something in the Bible somewhere. For myself, that's very important. And then of course I have my own books that I have to, you know, this is the opportunity to put a little plug in. Um, in the last year and a half, I wrote four books because of people asking to have something in their hand, right? So this one right here is called The Art of Relationships. And I believe everything we do, no matter what your business is, no matter what your product is, it's all based upon and around people. So if we can master the skill of the art of relationships to be able to connect, to be able to bring value, to be able to build trust, it's going to help us to win in every area, including business. So even though this is you know, focused on relationships with your partner, these are our insights and skills that will impact and bring value to every relationship. So that's, that's one, right? So I did that one. There's another one that I have. Um, you can go to itsrichardmartinez.com. Um, I have all these books there. But another one is the Life Mastery System. That's a calendar, an agenda that helps you to measure in all the most important areas of, our, uh, of your life. That one started for me as like a journal. I was doing it for myself because I, I still use it. It's my book, but I use it. It used to be a journal that I would write in like um, just blank pages. Every morning, I would write down things. Every night, I would measure and then I would put my calendar, my to-do list. And then I'm like, man, I had to keep writing those things over and over and over. So I'm like, let me just create sheets that I can just kind of follow and fill out to make it a little bit more systematized, a little bit more effective. So I started to do that. And then I had people start asking me, how do you always stay motivated? How, how is your energy always like that? How are you getting so many, like have so many things on your plate and like how? So I started to say, oh, I need to give them these sheets, right? So I put all these sheets together and it became a book. So now it's a whole monthly thing. Then at the end of the book, there's all these tools. Thank you. This is the one right here. So there's a way to measure all 10 areas of your life right in the beginning every week. So it's a circle chart. So you have the calendar, right? The calendar. And then it has a circle chart, a weekly review where you measure yourself. You, you put little dots in it, you, you connect all the dots and you can see where you're out of, um, out of balance. Like what needs some love and some attention and some energy in your life so that you don't get out of balance. And then there's a goal tool. So whatever your goal is for that week, it's kind of bright right here. See, it has a whole structure for you to break down a whole tool to know how you're gonna do each thing. Like, okay, this is my main goal. What are the four things I need to do to accomplish that goal? And then you put the how, the when, the who, how you're going to measure. And then even at the end of the book, there's all the tools. We're going to go over one of them today with the, with the six um, leadership habits. But there's seven ways to connect in your relationship. There's all the health foods, the health principles. There's leadership things. There's how to communicate with anybody so that you can sell, you can lead. 
conflict resolution tool. So there's a bunch of tools in there to help you to win and master your life. Um, another one that I did from a, we did a, a conference for 3,000 international entrepreneurs from university. And the topic that I taught there, I have so many of them asking for something physical that they can have. And I didn't have it. So it really pushed me to actually put it into a book form. So that's what I have called the um, Entrepreneur Essentials. So that's another book that I would recommend. Um, so those are a couple right there. But again, going back to the Bible and then Martin Meadows is the author that I like when it comes to these type of topics. I, I'm really blessed to be around a lot of high achievers. Uh, a lot of our team, especially with um, my wife, she's a high achiever, high performer. She's on here right here. Hi, bonita. So she, she's a chingona, right? She's a badass and she gets things done. So I know for me, um, she's a great example for me because I see how she's building teams. I see how she's getting things done consistently, whether she feels like it or not. So that, that's a great example for me. That's a, a, and she pushes me from love, you know, in different areas where if she sees something I'm lacking and she knows, she knows, my, she knows my ability. She knows what I can do and what I have. So sometimes if I'm lacking or slacking in those areas, she's one of the first ones because she's right there around me all the time. She's the first one to notice. Like, hey, you're, you're lacking here. You're, you're slacking here. What are you doing? So she's someone that I'm blessed to have around me that gets into that. Um, and then one of the number ones for me, my standard is, because remember, I'm a man of God and I'm in the Bible. So for me, one of, somebody who has turned the world upside down in three and a half years, Jesus, this is when there is no technology. Like all, all the things, like the tools and systems that we have that help us to, to be more efficient, to save time, to, to get things done. Like he didn't have any of that. And through him and his standard, him being personal, producing, him not looting his motivation, his momentum, him doing what he needed to do, him knowing when to call people out, when to train. He was training his people, his leaders, his key people, and his key people would go impact other people. So there was this ripple effect. He knew when to kind of step away, to, to meditate, to get into prayer, to not get burned out himself. You know, he knew how to manage money as well. He was not poor. He, he, I mean, he had a, had a treasurer, right, to, to fix his money, to, to keep track of his money. So he's not poor because he had to have a treasurer. That was Judas, right? Not only that, but they had to take care of the money because they were constantly contributing to other people. So for him, he knew how to manage his money. He knew how to build teams. He knew how to be productive himself, whether people were coming against him, they were mocking him. They were wanting to freaking kill him. And he wasn't being all offended and mad and angry and defensive with them. So for me, he set a very high standard of, of what we can be like. A, an amazing model of a life that we can live, be productive, make good money enough to be able to contribute to other people and give to the poor, to be able to build teams who are doing the same, right? Um, so, and to turn the world upside down in three and a half years with all the without all the technology, for me, that's one of the highest standards that I have that I, that I want to be like. Um, so that's somebody that I have. So a lot of times, you know, especially as high performers, um, business owners, entrepreneurs, they're like, man, Richard, how do you, I just need help. Do you have a class on time management? 
And, you know, do you have a course, a program that is for time management? So usually just to get the clothes and to make them a client and put them in my program, I'll say, yeah, of course. Um, I have a program for time management. But then once I get them on the first session, I'm like, hey, I have something to confess. I don't believe in that. And they're like, what? I mean, I just hired you and I just got this program on time management. And you're telling me you don't believe in it? And it's because I don't. I don't believe in time management. I don't believe that you can manage time. I don't believe that you can slow it down. You can speed it up. You can rewind it. You cannot manage time. The problem is not, self, not, the problem is not time management. The problem is self-management. You're not managing yourself and what you're doing with that time. Everybody's going to have that same 24 hours, right? Everybody's going to have that, that one hour to get those things done. So what are you doing in that time? This is self-management. So many people use it as an excuse um, to be able to blame time. That's a really safe thing to do, right? Because blame is not going like, to say something against you. Be like, nah, time, you know, time is not going to talk and say, don't lie, Richard. Don't lie. It's, I'm not doing anything to you. You can't, you know, it's because you're not getting those things done. The problem is self-management. And a lot of the stuff that I'm talking about is that is that personal production, is that managing yourself, starting with, you know, you having that morning routine. It's not about time, like, I don't have time for it. Well, you make the time. Well, I don't have energy to do that. No, well, you make the energy. This is self-management. So don't blame time or the lack of it. Everybody has the same. It's, it's are you being efficient with the time that you do have? Are you being efficient with this? And, and this even goes to like that work-life balance. Everybody wants this balance, this thing called balance, right? I have a little different perspective about balance. Because um, I don't, like for an example, I don't want to be balanced between, like where's the balance between joy and depression? Because like, I want to be balanced. I don't want to be balanced there. I want to be like fully in joy, right? So it's not about like balance. It's about being fully present, being fully present. So here's a question I want you to ask yourself. Write this question down. See, if you want to change your life, you got to change your thinking. And what thinking is, is asking yourself a question then answering it. That's what thinking is. So if you want to better your thinking, you got to better the, the kind of questions you're asking yourself. So here's one of the most powerful questions that will help you to become present. Because most people, they lose traction, they lose motivation because they're stuck in the past or they're thinking about the future. They're, they're worried about the past, they're worried about the future, and this is lowering their energy and lowering their motivation and their momentum. Okay, so here's a question to ask yourself. What value can I bring right now? How can I bring more value right now? How can I bring more value right now? All of a sudden, that makes you very present. Think about you at work. You're with a client. You ask that question, how can I bring more value right now? All of a sudden, it makes you very present with your clients. Let's say you're with your team, right? Maybe they're doing things, they're, they're frustrating you, they're not doing those things that you want, that they should be doing. And instead of getting all frustrated and looking at those things and lowering your, your momentum and lowering your motivation, ask the question, how can I bring more value right now? makes you very present. Or how about in your relationships? When you're at home with your kids, instead of thinking what you didn't do at the office or what you didn't get done, you ask yourself the question, how can I bring more value 
right now? It makes you very present. Okay, so that's a very simple question that could help you to bring what this thing called is this balance. It's being fully present where you are and adding value in that time. So even if it's not a lot of time, there's a lot of connection, there's a lot of value that you're bringing. Um, and that brings more of that, that value, more, more growth, more momentum, more motivation in your life. If you want to support the podcast, don't forget to follow us at Now Rise Business on Instagram. And also make sure to go and check out NowRiseAcademy.com where we provide you free courses and very exclusive content for you to grow in your life. Thank you for your time.